Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before we get started, please rate and review our show. It helps people find us. On this episode of Sports Illustrated Weekly, as a resident of Los Angeles, there's no shortage of sports in the area. Lakers and Clippers, Dodgers and Angels, Rams and Chargers, they're all within driving distance. But I never imagined I'd be able to hop in my car and go see the University of Michigan play, or Wisconsin, or Penn State. But that's what will happen soon enough, thanks to USC and UCLA leaving the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. A seismic shakeup in college sports that has everyone talking. SI senior writer Pat Forty joins me to discuss the shifting landscape, the ripple effects, and whether these kinds of superpower conferences are good for the schools, the athletes, and us, the fans. I'm your host, John Gonzalez. From Sports Illustrated and iHeartRadio, this is Sports Illustrated Weekly. Pat Forty, welcome back to Sports Illustrated Weekly. Hey, good to be with you, John. 
Love when you're on. A lot of questions for you. As you know, I live in Los Angeles, which is in California. Uh, I did great in geography at school, but I checked on it. And last I checked before this, most of the Big Ten is very far from California. And yet the Big Ten made big news in announcing that it would add two LA legacy programs in UCLA and USC to the conference. And we are following major breaking news out of college athletics. The Big Ten is expanding all the way out west. The addition of the Trojans and the Bruins make it 16 teams in total. Pat, I was floored. Let's just start here. What was your reaction to this? Completely floored. This all broke June 30th, and I, well, quite honestly, I was sitting in a ramen restaurant eating with my son, and it was one of those frozen with the chopsticks of noodles in front of my face like, <laughs> What? I yeah. looked at my phone and somebody sent it to me. I was like, there's no way. There is no way that just happened. And, you know, we've kind of been spinning through disbelief to, you know, the whole, all those stages of grief, anger, acceptance, uh, you know, guilt, whatever the case may be. Uh, it's been a wild uh, few weeks, really a month trying to, to process this whole thing. So I was floored. You were surprised as well. I guess this is sort of a process question, but it seems like a lot of this was orchestrated in secrecy. There were reports that on June 30th, USC and UCLA submitted formal applications to join the Big Ten. And those applications, Pat, were approved immediately the same day. And then The Athletic reported that only about 10 people at USC, at the entire school, were privy to the discussions before it was announced. So what does it say about this process that all of it was done behind closed doors? Yeah, I mean, that's the world we live in in college athletics. And the question is, is this really where we want to live? A world of, of skullduggery, uh, clandestine behavior, you know, admit to nothing, deceive, you know, keep your a lot of important people on your campus in the dark, keep your colleagues at the other schools in your conference in the dark. College sports has, has long been addicted to, I think, a, a silly level of secrecy in terms of like coaching searches and stuff like that. But this is taking it to a whole other level because these are half a billion dollar decisions over a course of, you know, 10 years, 20 years, whatever the case may be. These are massive, massive decisions that you would think would need to be run through a lot of channels yeah. uh, to go ahead with. But but we have reached a point where nobody feels like they need to lay cards on the table and just be honest with their constituency, with their colleagues, with their competitors. Before we go more into how this unfolded, just from like a pure, I guess we could look at the big sports like football and basketball, but from a collection of talent here, do we like this for the Big Ten? Well, I, I guess you look at it two ways. One, one way, yeah, for the Big Ten, this is their answer and a very strong answer to Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. And right. so it is for, for the reasons that they did this for revenue and marketability. It's it's a huge game to get the Los Angeles market to become the first coast to coast league to bring in one of the most storied football programs in history in USC and one of the most storied men's basketball programs in history in UCLA. You know, two programs that are phenomenal in uh, Olympic sports, two schools that are outstanding academically. It checks every box for what you would like in your conference and it will check a big revenue box with Fox Sports and other TV partners. If you're USC and UCLA, you're looking at this and saying, well, we've made a lot of money. I don't know whether it helps them beyond that. I think it makes it harder for them to compete. I think it creates incredible travel hardships and logistical hardships yeah. for their athletes. 
Uh, I, I think it's a bummer for their fans who you may like some of the freshness of it, but instead of being able to say, hey, let's go up the coast to the Bay Area to see our team play this weekend, you're like, well, can we afford to fly to State College, Pennsylvania to see our team play this weekend? I mean, you know, these maybe a trip to Nebraska, right? I mean, yeah, right. And you know, who doesn't want to go to Lincoln in November? A lot to unpack there. You hit on a lot of really good points. I think the most important one is that it's money, right? It's money for the Big Ten. It's money for USC and UCLA. But you also mentioned, and you wrote about this as well, that this was sort of a response for the Big Ten to what the SEC did in adding Oklahoma and Texas. Basically, this is an arms race, right? Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. It's a TV arms race and it's a two-conference arms race. It is the two biggest getting bigger the two strongest getting stronger. It's Fox against ESPN. Fox aligned with the Big Ten. ESPN aligned with the SEC. And everybody else is just being further pushed to the side as these two mega powers accelerate their kind of a competition with each other. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. When you talk about everybody else being pushed aside, is this the end for the... Because we talk about the Power Five conferences... 
but really it's the, the power too and everybody else now, right? Yeah, it is. It absolutely. You know, I mean, that doesn't mean Clemson can't be really good and win national titles. The Tigers reclaim their crown by crushing Alabama. Doesn't mean a team from the Big 12, a Baylor or an Oklahoma State can't be good. It doesn't mean that an Oregon cannot compete for a national title, but it's harder. Now, it is more difficult. You are further behind in revenue and you know, what, what is revenue being used for now? Most everybody's built every facility you could possibly need. So the next thing is name, image, and likeness money. And right, now you've sure. got more of that you can give to players, which I am not opposed to the players getting the money, but this has become purely a transactional situation here. So it's that. It's how big can our staff be? How much can we pay our coaches? And you just try to, to money whip your competition. And it's just harder and harder for everybody outside the power two to compete with those two conferences. We've had you on this program to talk about NIL before, and that's a really interesting component of it that I hadn't previously considered because I think like a few years ago, USC and UCLA, the actual quality of their programs had lost a little bit of the luster and diminished a little bit. How does NIL factor in for these two schools? Do you expect them to become dominant forces again because of it and also because they're joining the Big Ten? Well, I, I mean, it gives them kind of a renewed... Uh, injection, I think, of, of competitiveness in those areas. Now, USC had kind of already gotten there in the last offseason, right? USC has found its new football coach. Oklahoma Sooners Lincoln Riley trades crimson and cream for cardinal and gold. They hired Lincoln Riley, and it was it was basically, okay, we're going to go take this home run swing, spend $90 million, hire this coach, but then we're going to have to do everything that he says we need to do to compete, which is going to be major NIL commitments there, you know, and that's, you started seeing them landing big time recruits and Hey, there's a lot to like about USC and Los Angeles, but it wasn't just for the beaches. It's because there's going to have to have some opportunities to earn a lot of money. And I think being in Los Angeles, having huge alumni bases with a lot of wealthy donors, not sure how many, all of them care about football, but enough of them probably do that you can go to them and say, Hey, we need 15 million a year, 10 million a year for NIL purposes. Are, are you in or are you out? And so I think that's kind of the next step. And I, I think with those Los Angeles-based schools, they'll have a chance to, to mine that particular area. All right. So as we mentioned, good for the schools in terms of money, probably good for the student athletes in terms of money. But in order for them to leave, they had to leave something. Where does this leave the Pac-12? And also the Big 12 when we're talking about the SEC defections of Oklahoma and Texas. Absolutely. Both conferences gutted of their linchpins, you know, that the two most important properties in each conference, both gone, they're both hurting, no doubt about it. And that's why there has been a lot of talk, John, in the last couple of weeks about could these two conferences, one of their so weakened, would one poach the other? Right. There's no such thing as working together anymore in college sports. So it's more like who's turning on whom? Uh, and again, I think the Big 12 has made it pretty clear they would take some teams from the Pac-12. The Pac-12 was mad about that. But really, I mean, we're still waiting actually to see if like Oregon and Washington could go to the Big Ten. I don't think that's imminent by any stretch. But just the, the very stability of the Pac-12 and the Big 12 is so frail at this point and so fraught. And they're not in it to help each other. They are in it to compete against each other for you know what whatever uh you know is next in the totem pole after the top two conferences it's those two and the ACC all just kind of scrapping it out yeah it's it's really interesting to see how these dominoes are going to fall and whether or not more teams will get poached but for there to be teams 
poached. Somebody has to do the poaching. I'm wondering about Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren, where he falls in all of this and how he's being perceived. It's obviously a boon for the conference, but I would imagine other commissioners around the league probably not that happy with him. Oh, I I mean, like George Klyakov, I am sure, is very bitter towards Kevin Warren. George Klyakov, the the commissioner of the Pac-12 for the last year, and last summer they had the quote-unquote alliance between the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC to basically kind of ward off SEC aggression more than anything. Yeah. But part of that was, hey, we're in this together. And then, you know, 11 months later, Kevin Warren just shanks George Klyakov and takes his two best schools. So, yeah, there's some real bitterness there. But Kevin Warren's, boy, what a evolution he's had. In 2020, if you remember, the Big Ten at first wasn't going to play football, and people were vilifying him viciously. I mean, to the point of death threats, and not just a couple, but like hundreds of death threats. People wanted him out as commissioner. People thought he was weak, out of touch, couldn't do it. And then last year, it looks like, okay, they're falling further behind the SEC, which makes the big power move. Well, now he answers with this move, and I think he's he's got a new lease on life. I, I saw him at Big Ten Media Days, and, and he has a a swagger and a confidence about him that was non-existent a couple of years ago. Some really stark winners and losers in all of this. Last one for you, Pat. I want to ask you about us. Take off your journalism hat just as a consumer of college sports. Are we winners or losers in this? Do we, do we like this just from a consumption standpoint? I don't think so. I don't like it. You know, to each their own probably. But my feeling is college football is at its best when it is a national sport with different, unique, regional flavors that all kind of stitch together. And the Pac-12, which had been around since the 1920s, schools were, were most of the schools in the league were in there from, the, from that time on for a century. You lose something when there's not a West Coast champion, so to speak, out there. You know, when, when those schools are being farmed out to go compete, with schools they really don't have much in common with, mm-hmm. uh, you lose something there. And you lose something when the Southwest no longer is, you know, revolves around Texas and Oklahoma. And it's just like, well, they're just in there with Georgia and Alabama. You know, we've already gone, we've crossed the Rubicon to agree already. We have West Virginia playing in the same conference with Texas Tech, all right? It's already ridiculous. <laughs> but now, you know, we're, we're not talking about West Virginia. We're talking about USC. We're talking about Texas. And I think you are losing something that's really part of the the, the appeal of college football. Yeah, I, I love the West Coast rivalries. I'm uh, less confident that I'm going to get jazzed up for like UCLA, Iowa. But I guess we will find <laughs> out. Read his stories about college football and the power conference realignment on SI.com. He's the best in the biz. We'd make him commissioner over all of it if we could. Pat Forty. <laughs> Thank you for this. Thank you, John. My pleasure. Thanks for listening. And a reminder to please rate and review the show. It helps people find us. Sports Illustrated Weekly is a production of Sports Illustrated and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. And for more of Sports Illustrated's best stories and podcasts, visit SI.com. This episode of Sports Illustrated Weekly was produced by Jordan Rizzieri, Jessica Yarmoski, and Isaac Lee, who is also our sound engineer. Our senior producers are Dan Bloom and Harry Swartout. Our executive producers are Scott Brody and me, John Gonzalez. Our theme song is by Nolan Schneider.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.